Hello and welcome to the edition of The Word with Pastor Jeff and Robin Pruitt. We are so glad that you are with us today. Honey, can you believe it's almost Thanksgiving? I, I'm so excited. Wow. I am so, you know, you, uh, you diet before, you know, and yes. it's fun to diet before Thanksgiving because you're like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to diet because in your head, you know, those days are coming when it's it's a feast. What are we going to have? Seven. We're going to have turkey. We're going to have ham. We're going to have the famous biscuits that we do. Yeah. We're going to have what? Yams. Uh, I love yams. Yams. The, All right. The let me. Candied yams. Oh, we're not done yet. Uh, we're going to have corn. We're going to have uh, uh, green bean salad. We're going to have mac and cheese. Uh, I might even make some spaghetti on the side. <laughs> We're going to go nuts, man. We're going to go stuff, yeah. And of course, desserts, with, you know. Oh my we, gosh, yes, yeah. I I'm, I'm, I do the desserts. You normally do a lot of the, most of the cooking. Yeah. And I do, I do the desserts. And Yeah, you go pick them up. All right. Oh, let me ask you this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me, okay. One of my favorite things, it's a tradition. Guys, you have to, you have to do it. And that is um, cranberries. But let me ask you this. How many of you... The tradition, and you have to have it every Thanksgiving, is the canned cranberries that has the little lines all the way around. It comes out, you know, it makes that little noise when it comes out of the can and it plops down. It's got the ridges. It's got the ridges and you cut along the ridges. How many of you are a cranberry can fan? Give me a, give an emoji, say yes, tradition. Um, you know, I know there's some, you like your, you know, made from scratch. It's all good yeah, you like and the all can that one. kind of stuff. I, I never, I never even tried it because it always looks so gross to me, but I actually tried it a few years ago. I was like, eh, it's not so bad. It's, it's not so bad. It's so good. Yeah, it's very, it's very How sweet. How many, come on, come on, don't, don't leave me hanging. And make me feel like I'm the only one who loves <laughs> Actually, them. Actually, uh, you're not. Trust me, they sell them every year by the thousands of I cans. I get so excited. Yeah, people love that stuff. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. We're going to have the family over, and hopefully um, you have your, your fam over, and um, you're doing well this year, and a um, lot to be thankful for. I guess the reason why I bring it up is because today I want to talk about the area of Thanksgiving, how Thanksgiving can literally set you free. Yeah. When you become a person that's thankful, it can literally set you free. And I wrote this down. Some, some people are bound, honey, because uh, of their circumstances because uh, they haven't learned to be thankful during adverse times. Right. It's difficult. You know, it's very difficult for us to be um, grateful <clears throat> or show a sense of gratitude or thanksgiving when we are, in fact, going through a tough time in our life. Right. And nobody likes rules. I mean, I'm the first one to admit that, honey. Um, but rules are what gives you boundaries, and the boundaries are not there to keep you bound, but it's, keep, it's to keep the thing that's hurtful bound from hurting you. It's kind of like a bank account sort of thing, um, you know, where you go in, you set up your bank account, and you can go back in and get money out of that bank account if you put money in, but you cannot get it without the proper rules. The rules are you have to show your ID. The rules are you have to know your Social Security number. The rules are you have to know your bank account number, right? That 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 is not being kept from you. It's not being bound from you. It's being bound so the enemy can't steal it from you. Right. You have to know, you have to know, you have to be in a place of, of um, observing the information. And when I was growing up, I don't know about you, but I hated rules. I mean, rules, maybe that's not a surprise to you, but I, I couldn't stand rules. But, and every time I did, I broke a rule, uh, my mother and my father was there to enforce the rule. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's thank God for, I, I can look back now and be thankful for my parents saying, my, my God, they were there for me. They're actually trying to teach me to be a good citizen, a good son, a good parent one day. Um, but at the time I thought it was just, it was just terrible. Yeah. So even in, Adverse times like getting a whipping, praise God, you can you can say, man, I, I can be thankful, though. It taught me what was right and what was wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it, 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 I am thankful for um, for those boundaries because without without the boundaries, oh, my gosh. I mean, where would we be today? Where would our our lives be? Where would, um, you know, uh, our family be? Because you you take those rules and you pass them on down through your family and, you know, and it it, it does bring, you know, um, it does bring even through those rules and even through adversity, even through, you know, those times of, you know, just when you don't understand what's going on, you can go to, you know, to the word of God, mm -hmm. which lays out those boundaries for your life. And you can find that sense of gratitude within those boundaries. Amen. It's good stuff. What did God give okay. you today to talk well, about? Well, you know what? I well, we we well, we knew we were going to be talking about Thanksgiving and about right. you know gratitude and things like that. And I remembered, um, I remembered an episode of Little House on the Prairie. Now, I never liked to watch the show. It was like my mom. She, you know, and I think my sister really loved it. And I, I couldn't stand it. I, when I watched it. I was so grateful I was didn't live back in those times because. <laughs> oh no, I, I I wouldn't I couldn't have survived. But I was watching this episode, and it was actually a um it was actually it was a Christmas episode. And in this episode, um the you know the parents gave the girls this is what they got they got a tin cup and a stick of candy, and the mom you know uh um, Michael Landon you know mm -hmm. who played uh, uh I can't remember his name on the show. Um, I'll think of it. Yeah. Paul. No. <laughs> they called him Paul. Paul. <laughs> they did. Well, anyways, he gave his wife some um, yams, and that was their gifts for Christmas. And they were so happy, and they were so excited. Yams are hard and, to get. You know, and they were just like, look at what I got, and they, that stick of candy, that little tin cup. And I remember watching the show going, this is so sad. This is, you know, that you know, that's what they got. And, and as a kid, you know, you're looking at that just going, Oh my gosh. But I'm telling you, you watch that show. Now you watch that episode now, and it brings such conviction on your life that you just go, you know what, what am I, where is my attitude of gratitude right now? Where is that excitement and that thankfulness of God, you are my provider. And you know what? And it might not be at this moment what I had asked for. It might not be that thing of what everybody else is getting and I'm not getting, but can there be that attitude of gratitude? Can, that, can there be this thing that just rises up on the inside of you that just goes, God, I'm just, I'm just so grateful today. I'm so excited today because your favor and your hand is upon me. And in Hebrews 13, 15, it says, through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times it doesn't say, you know, when you feel like it. It doesn't say when you get something. It doesn't say when something goes your way. It just says constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which this which is the fruit of lips that 
thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Because, you know, we have to get to that point where we open up our mouth and just say, thank you, Lord. You know, because when you are, when, when you have that attitude of gratitude, when you are, you, you have a thankfulness, you are in, you know, what, what happens is, is that you are enlarging your capacity to receive more. When you close yourself off, I mean, we, we, as parents, we do this with, you know, we've done this with when our kids were little, if they have an attitude that's just snarky and they, you know, they have an attitude of ungratefulness, the last thing we want to do is say, well, let me just bless you. Let me just, you know, I want to just give you this. You go, no, 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 not going to happen. I'm going to wait to hear out of your mouth. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. The only real currency a child has to pay back anything, and they don't have to pay back, but what a parent looks for is number one, obedience, Mm -hmm. and number two is gratefulness, thankfulness. Um, When you see a child being doing the best they can to obey and being thankful for what you give them, you want to give them the moon. When it's not that way, there's usually correction that comes as a result of you correct them because you say, look, you got a roof over your head. You know how many children tonight don't have a roof over their heads? I mean, um, this is a a luxury and a, uh, and a and um and it's a it's a it's a um it's a a blessing for you to have something like this and and so you know we t- we taught our children to be thankful for what they do have we might indulge a little bit more than maybe we were indulged with our you know that our parents did with us because we had the means to be able to do certain things more uh, I know for you growing up um you know it was a little more of a difficult situation not that you even knew it was difficult at the time but looking back you can say oh yeah we we did definitely had moments in our childhood you know where yeah. you know we didn't have as much as maybe some of our school um, friends or our church friends, you know. Well, I remember, I remember one Christmas. I mean, I know this talking. We we're talking Thanksgiving, um, and Thanksgiving seasons coming up. But there was a Christmas where, um, you know, it was just a really tough time for our family. And my mom worked at the Salvation Army um, thrift store, so most of the things that we got that year were all from the Salvation Army. You know, clothes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I remember, you know, as, as this young teenager of just, I, the first thing in my head was, I'm going to go back to school and everyone's going to go, what did you get for Christmas? Look at what I got. What'd you get? You know, and I was going to be like, I got your, probably your old sweater that you gave to the Salvation Army. You know, I was, I had such an attitude about it. But what my mom and dad did um, was they said, we're going to, ha- we're having a party and we're having over because my parents drove the church van to go pick up people. And uh, they always went into the areas that were like the tough side of town and picked up kids and, and um, you know, that wouldn't be able to come unless it was for my parents that would do that. And she said, we're going to have a party and I'm, we're going to go get the vans. We're going to bring all the people that we pick up on the vans and come over. And she goes, and I was able to get um, gloves and coats and boots and we're going to feed them. We're going to do all this kind of stuff. And I remember when they, everybody came over, I remember just their gratitude. I remember their excitement to open up a pair of gloves that were probably from the dollar store, um, you know, to open up this coat. And I just remember just sitting there, even as a young person, you know, and the, and, and, and the Holy Spirit just 
overtaking me and just saying, look at their gratitude, look at their thankfulness. They didn't care, you know, um, where it came from. They didn't care, you know, um, maybe they didn't get a toy that they wanted or whatever, but just their excitement. And I just, that, this, that has stuck with me, uh, you know, till the age that I'm in of just going, you know, we've got to get back to the basics of just being grateful, of mm -hmm. just going, God, I just want to thank you today. I want to just look around what in my sphere, what in my life, what in my world right now can I be thankful for? You know, I remember when I was a kid too, we didn't have a ton by, by any means, but uh, my dad had a job and so my mom worked part-time doing different things and stuff. So we always had enough and... Um, but, you know, um, I remember we had friends. My mother had a friend that she had a bunch of kids and they didn't have a lot. They were, they were impoverished. And, um, and I remember my mom said, Jeff, let's go in your room. You got so much, so many toys, so much stuff. Why don't we get together some of the things that you don't care for that much anymore? And let's just get a box together and give it to so and so, the kid that, you know, we knew at the time, you know, that family. And um, we're about the same age. <clears throat> And I'm thinking, no, I'm not. They're my toys. It's what I want. You know, I remember thinking to myself, I'm not doing that. That's not what I wanted to do. I was actually angry about it. And she kept on, kept on. Finally, I said, well, I don't like this. I don't like that. Next thing you know, it got, kind of got fun. Like, well, you know what? I can give them this. I can give them that. You know, and, and you know what? I, I still like this, but you know what? Maybe you could use it. And I remember going, and, and I, she had me hold this little box of stuff. We went to their house, and um, I cannot remember this you know, the kid's name. I don't remember his name. I'm going to call him David, but I don't think that was his name. But anyways, um, and she said, um, you know, go ahead and give me a bo the box. I said, hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to give you this, this some of my toys and stuff. I remember looking at his face like, really? Like, he was like confused at first. And as soon as he knew it was his, it was like, the I just saw such joy on his little face. I remember that to this day. And it kind of taught me something as a young kid, be grateful. Be thankful for what you have. And, and always remember there are people that don't have. Mm -hmm. They don't have. And so if you can share with them a meal, share with them what you have, it can mean the absolute world of them. Something that you would go, eh, no big deal to me, but that's because you have enough. Right. But if you didn't, it means everything. You know, um, I, you, you probably remember this story. We'll leave out names, you know, um, on this one. But uh, there was... Um, a couple, and they were going to get blessed with a brand new home. I mean, this house is just built. Nobody had lived in it. Yeah. And they were taken over to be shown this house. This is this is yours. We have the keys. We, you know, it just has one couple little final things that needs to be done, but you get this brand new house. And this woman walked through and they would say, look at this she that, kitchen. They said her arms are folded. Yeah, her arms were folded like, you know, like this. And they're like, look at this brand new kitchen. And she would walk through it and then she would go, mm-hmm. Yepers. Yep <laughs> and they would go, and then look at it. It's got, you know, I think it was like a three-bedroom home. And she would just walk through, mm, yepers, like that. Do you know that the people that were going to give them this brand new home uh, went back and said, oh, um, you know what? Something happened and we weren't able to get the house, so it's not yours. Mm -hmm. Come on. That was with a brand new house. And and we think, you know, like we would go, never. I would never do that. I would never 
act like that and be ungrateful for something. But you well, know what? She thought she deserved better is what it was. She, yeah, she yeah. thought, oh, you're. I'm just going to get this home. Even though it's I new, I need big, it needs to be bigger, it needs to be this, better, to be and I yeah. want it in this neighborhood, or I wanted this. But you know what? I find that we, uh, let me say this, that I, I won't put it on you, but I find that I can do the same thing. Um, it might not be, you know, here's a brand new house and I have an attitude, but you know what? There's things that happen all day long that the Lord is just blessing. The Lord is just mm-hmm. giving and he is allowing and and maybe he's holding back on some things. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's saying no on some things that needs to be said no. Right. And uh, uh, things that I don't, need right now in my life, even though I'm asking for it. And he's saying, not yet. Can I still have this attitude of just, God, Just I just want to just thank you today. Psalms 34, one through three says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us let us exalt his name together. See, people are listening. They are listening and they are watching you. And in the uh, Passion Translation, those same verses says this, Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of uh, perpetual praise. I'm boasting of you. Are you boasting of God? Are you telling other people how great God is? Are you boasting about how God has just favored you and blessed you? Are you boasting about the fact that you are a child of God? Right. It says, I'm boasting of you and all your works. So let all who are discouraged take heart. See, when you are boasting on God, Instead of walking around with arms crossed going, yippers, if, as you are boasting about the things of God, those that are discouraged that are around you are going to take heart. What happens is it reminds them. It reminds them of, wait a second, I can be grateful for that too. Yeah, you know what? This did happen in my life. You know what? Yeah, why am I focusing on the negative? When you are boasting about God and all his works, so let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. Those I love those verses. Powerful. And you know what? There is, a, there is a, another side to this. When you're not thankful, the Bible talks about what happens. Right. I, and it's right here in the Word of God. Romans 1.29 says this. Being, this is what happens when we're not thankful. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder. Well, I've never killed anybody. Yeah, but what, what about your tongue? Have you slandered anybody with your tongue? That's like you, the Bible talks you talk about your tongue being like a two-edged sword. Right. And so when you talk behind somebody's back and you slander them, you're killing them. You're trying to kill them mm-hmm. um, with your words. Um, it talks about that it brings forth strife, deceit, uh, evil-mindedness. They are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, um, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing 
the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death not only do the same but also approve of those which practice, who practice them. So, church, we, we've got to learn to be thankful even in the tough times, when it's rough, when it's adverse, when things don't match up to what God said he's going to do. doesn't mean he's not going to do it. You just might be in the in-between times. Right. And the in-between times are in the mean times. I'm talking about the mean. Things can get tough, can get mean on you. Um, those are times you trust God through that process. Um, there's deliverance in our thanksgiving. When we begin to th- get thankful and we begin to rejoice and we begin to get glad, there is a freedom that actually a- absolutely comes to us. Uh, Psalms 18:46 says this, The Lord lives, blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues peoples under me. And then it goes on to say, <clears throat> In the latter part, you have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles or the heathen and sing praises to your name. Bible says in, in Psalms chapter 23, 4, it says, yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. And he begins to give thanks to God because I know, God, you're going to take care of me in the end, even though I'm going through a difficult season, an adverse time, I know you will be with me You'll and you will never leave me or forsake me and you're, you will fill my cup up with your presence and with your anointings, honey. That's what God's right. saying. Thankfulness fills the cup, cup up. Thankfulness fills you up, gets you, you get your head back into priorities. Right. What's really important, what's not important. You know, um, to go along with what you've been saying, yeah. Deuteronomy 28, 46 through 48 says, and they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and on your descendants forever because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart mm-hmm. for the abundance of everything. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't, with the mm-hmm. abundance of everything, you didn't serve him with joy and gladness. Therefore, you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger and thirst and nakedness and in need of everything. And he will put a, a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. Right. God is very, you know, he's God is such a loving, caring, giving God. Mm-hmm. But there is a thing that just says, you know what? When you begin to murmur and you begin to complain and you mm. begin to compare mm-hmm. and you get in that place of jealousy and envy bitterness. and bitterness mm-hmm. and you know all those things that we can, you know, it's those things that on paper you can justify. You know, you don't you you don't have um, any ground to stand on in that. Right. You have to be, God is saying, will you just walk in joy and in gladness? Can you walk in peace? Can you walk in gratefulness? Can you walk in thankfulness? Because when you do, it releases that yoke. It releases, um, you know, the, um, uh, the, the heaviness you know, I was taking a walk the other night. I was walking our dog, Leah, and I had such an attitude walking out the door. I mean, I was upset with some things. I had, you know, just, um, you know, listened to something that just stirred me up and it aggravated me. And then I tell you what, just thinking on that for just a brief moment, all of a sudden clicked to the next thing that I was mad about and then clicked to the next and it just kept going and going and going. And before I knew it, I was halfway done with the walk and I had such an, a horrible negative attitude. I was, you know, upset, 
because now, I mean, it had gone from this little thing over here to snowball to I am upset with everybody and everything and God, why? And, you know, if only's kind of a thing. And I had to stop and just go, this thing is out of control. Mm -hmm. And I've got to reel it back. And I literally had to, I took the rest of the walk of what am I thankful for? And yeah, I had to say it. I literally had to say those Mm -hmm. things because I had to just make sure that I was getting rid of all the negative. I had to make sure that I was taking authority in the supernatural realm and cutting off those things because I did not want to be yoked to that negativity and that ungratefulness. You know, it's funny you should say it because <clears throat> the truth is, it's like it clicks from one thing to the next when you get ungrateful. And really, there's, what it comes down to is a lot of unresolved conflict in your yeah. life. But the truth is, sometimes things that seem unresolved, the fact that you haven't thought about them in 15 years, are resolved. Sometimes they don't, you can't go back in the past and fix things, anyways. And so sometimes I look at that that way, and you should too, that there's some things you just can't fix. There's some things you're not going to be able to go back in time and, 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 and get one over and say, I, you know, I got the victory of this. The victory is leaving those things behind, like Paul said, and pressing toward, forgetting those things behind and pressing toward the mark of the high call of Christ Jesus. That's really what we're supposed to be doing by faith. And I have found out, as we're talking about today, you can't do that without being thankful, without giving God the praise, without giving God uh, the, the gratitude, even just having the right, an, a right attitude. Is, is position yourself for thanksgiving. Right. Maybe you don't feel like you're <clears throat> giving thanks at that moment, but you are positioning yourself for that because it's it's getting your head on right and your priorities straight and, and knowing what's important and speaking well of life, speaking well of yourself, speaking well of your spouse or your situation. This morning I woke up and I had forgotten to do a few things. And I got on myself about it, you know, and um, I'm usually my worst critic. My, I'm, I'm usually my toughest critic. And I said, you stupid. What? You, you dumb. What did you forget that for? I'm, like, I'm, I'm really cutting myself down. And, um, and then, like you said, it clicked into another thing that I hadn't done, that I should have done, took care of. Um, and then other failures begin to pop up. And I mean, you're just a loser, man. What's your problem? I, I'm talking bad about myself. Yeah. And instantly I heard the Holy Spirit say, no, you're not. You're not a loser to me. I love you. Everything's going to be okay. He said, now, who are you really? I said, I'm a man of God. I'm a good man. I'm a good dad. I'm a good father. I'm, I'm a good pastor. I, I do good things. I'm strong. I'm, and man, I'm telling you what, honey, within about 10 seconds, 15 seconds, I'm feeling the anointing of God and the strength of God in my life because I'm setting myself up. I'm setting myself up for victory for the day rather than downcast and being bad. You know what happens? You get in that attitude, you're going to be ungrateful for everything. Oh, yeah. You can't even see to be thankful. But I noticed that, you know, I didn't know we were going to, we didn't know we were going to talk about this today until we made a decision this afternoon. Go, what do you want to talk about? And uh, I said, well, how about, you know, so you said thankfulness. I said, let's do that because we're actually walking that right now in our lives. So you this know, works. In a place, we got to be careful that we don't get in that place where, um, you know, we just think that we deserve something. Yeah. Because when you think that you just deserve it, you don't have an attitude of gratefulness, you know, that goes along with that. And we've got to be very careful, you know, well, I mean, sure. I mean, I should get this and Mm -hmm. I do deserve this. And I, you know, and we, you know, it, it gets to, you know, it gets that place where we forget who we are. Mm. That we are the child of God and that we need to go to our Heavenly Father. We got to tell Him. Um, He loves to hear it. 
even though he's the one that, you know, he blesses us. And, you know, I say this, if you have nothing to give God thanks for, thank him for the air that you're breathing. You got air in your lungs today. You are alive at this moment. That's something to praise God for. And and tell him that. Mm. When's the last time that you just said, Lord, I thank you for air in my lungs today. That Well, I just deserve it. You know, I'm a human sure, being. I just, But you know what? Why not tell him? Because here's what happened. And Luke 17, 14 through 19 says this. When Jesus stopped to look at them, he spoke this words. Now, he had just healed. Jesus had just did a miracle with the 10 leopards. Mm-hmm. He laid, you know, he laid hands on them. They got a miracle and they're healed. And he says, go to be examined by the Jewish priest. So they set off. The 10 lepers set off to go to the, uh, to the priest. Um, they set off and they were healed while walking along the way. One of them, a Samaritan, when he discovered that he was completely healed, turned back to find Jesus, shouting out joyous praise, praises and glorifying God. When he found Jesus, he fell down at his feet and thanked him over and over, saying to him, you are the Messiah. So where are the other nine, Jesus asked. Weren't there 10 who were healed? They all refused to return to give thanks and give glory to God, except you, a foreigner from Samaria. Then Jesus said to the healed man, laying at his feet. Now, this is, this is where I want to get at. The other nine are healed. Praise God. They just got a miracle. So did this man. But this is what Jesus says, because this man came back and was thanking Jesus. He said, arise and go. It was your faith that brought you salvation and made you whole. Come on. See, that took it to another level. That's right. They were all healed. But because this Samaritan came back and said, Jesus, I just want to thank you for what you've done. Not only is he healed, he is made whole. That covers every area of his life. That means that there's nothing lacking. That means nothing missing. That means, you know, that there's salvation, there's restoration, there's that that wholeness of his life. Mm -hmm. So there is something that is connected with our thankfulness to God that takes us to a whole nother level. You know, honey, I feel like I know we're a little bit early, but I do feel right right now. Maybe we can talk about we can extend if we want to afterwards. But I feel like that you can pray. I feel like there's an anointing need to pray for people that maybe are a little bit in a place of um, discouragement and depression, and that's the reason why it's, it's linking to being ungrateful and unthankful. But the root really is there's a darkness there. I just want you to pray. Father, right Thank now, you, Father. in the name of Jesus, Jesus name. we come Lord. against this depression. Mm, we come yes, against Lord. this lost. Yes, Lord. We come against this mind that wants to just scream come in on. our ears at, and over and over of, mm-hmm. you're not good enough to receive anything better, that you'll never have anything more than what you have right now. In fact, what you have is going to be taken away from you. And I just come against the lie of the enemy that would just speak and scream those things into your ear. In the name of Jesus, I just come against Mm. that. I speak right now that to remind you that the word of God is full of the promises directly from God into your life, Mm -hmm. that you are more than a conqueror, that you are blessed coming in and you are blessed going out, that you've got the angels of God that surrounds you. You have healing already in your body, that you already have deliverance, 
protection is yours. All mm-hmm. those things that you are looking for, all those things that you're desiring, all those things that you are in need of, your heavenly father already has those things. So I just speak right now over your life yes. that, that you would just begin to see the faithfulness of God, that mm. you will begin to see the goodness of God, you, that you will begin to see your future Stand and your hope that God has laid out did. for you, that you mm. can have joy. There might have been tears last night, but you have joy this morning. Yes. There might have been weeping and there might have <clears> been just feeling of loss and that feeling of hopelessness, the but morning. there is hope, there is peace, yes. and there is joy that yes. is now. Now yours in the name of Jesus, I pray and I declare over your life. Yes. You know, Philippians talks about Mm. think on those things. What are we supposed to think on? Think on those things that are that are, are, are lovely, that, that are lovely good and good report. Mm-hmm. Think upon Virtuous. those things. Think upon the goodness of God. Mm. Think upon the faithfulness of God. Think about Rehearsal. the times that God has delivered you. Think about those times that maybe you don't even know that God delivered you, and you can just begin to say, God, thank you that you mm-hmm. delivered me from that thing that I didn't even know was about to take place, but you delivered me. God, I just begin to just praise you. You know, in the morning, you know, they talk about sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of bed, mm-hmm. but I have found that no matter what side that you get up, if you have an attitude, uh, it's They're always going to be bad. Yeah. Before your feet ever hit the floor in the morning, can you just begin to say three things that you're grateful for? Mm-hmm. As you're just lying there, can you just come? I guarantee you that your day will begin differently if you can begin to, to, to just have an attitude of gratitude, of that attitude of thankfulness. God, I just want to thank you this morning. Begin to just say it. Throughout your day, begin to say it. And you're going to find that things in your life are going to begin to change. You're going to find your capacity to receive more is going to just explode. Mm -hmm. Because when you are just so thankful to God, when you can just begin to just take your day and say, God, I'm just, I'm so thankful. You are just going to bless me. Lord, I know that your hand is upon me. Lord, I know that good things are going to happen today. And, you know, you might go to bed at night and the enemy's going to say, well, all right, what good happened to you today? You didn't get that check you wanted. You didn't get that job that you deserved or that promotion. This happened to you. But you know what, God? I had another day on this planet, another day to, you know, to talk about your good works to others so that I can bring encouragement instead of discouragement to people that are listening. God, I just thank you today that, you know what? I am whole. Because I can just, you know, give you praise and continually just be grateful and thankful to you, God. I know that my life is whole in every area, mind, soul, spirit, everything. Amen. And the truth of the matter is, is that don't wait till calamity happens, adverse situations happen, bad things happen. Begin to rehearse your lines beforehand. Rehearse the goodness of God. Rehearse it. Practice it. Get in the habit of always giving God thanks, no matter what. and Not for the situation, but through the situation. And you'll find the power of God will come to you. It changes your mindset, which offers the the Spirit of God an opportunity to come and begin to work through you. Because everything everything operates by faith. And man, if you're if you're if you're in a place of ungratefulness, your faith is going to be extremely extremely low. Get built back up in faith, like you're watching this podcast right now. Thank God for that. Uh, get back in the Word of God. You're going to find your thankfulness is going to go up, up, up. Yeah. Gratitude is going to go up, 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 and then everything else goes up with you. You know, there's different things that you can that you can you know do with it. Like I said, before you get up in the morning, speak three things out loud. 
Say them right out loud, three things that you're grateful for. If you're somebody that likes to write, um, create a grateful journey, you know, a journal. Begin to just, um, you know, document things that you're grateful for. Maybe um, I've seen where people write down things that they're grateful for and they put it in a jar. And then when they get that feeling that begins to overtake them and the, that discouragement, that bitterness, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that hopelessness, what they do is they go in the jar and they pull out the thing. Because sometimes when you're in that moment, it's really hard to think of something that you're grateful for. So write it down when you are grateful and then pull it out of the jar, read it and go, you know what? That's right. I am grateful for this. And there's a lot of things that you can do in the natural that can help you get back on track. But it's spending time with God. You know, when you spend time in His presence, you can't help but just be thankful. You can't help but just go, Lord, I just, I, I just thank you. I, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross, that my eternal life is sealed up Amen. with you. I'm just so grateful, God. And, um, and you know what? Your, your life will change. Your family changes. Oh, my gosh. When one of us is, you know, has an attitude, it affects everybody oh, yeah. around. So it is more than just for you. Let's just do it so that we can be a beacon. We can be a light on the hill for others to see. And then what happens is is when people are going through some things and they're like, "How, how are you happy? How are you excited? How are you so thankful for what's going on? I mean, don't you see it's horrible? And you can begin to just tell them well, about how, Jesus. Well, how great it will be when you go into see your family this Thanksgiving and Christmas that you're just you go with the attitude of gratitude rather than they're going to say this and you're already poised and ready for an opportunity for war or fight. Yeah. How great it would be just to walk in and be thankful. Let me just say this to you. This is, this is why we brought this to you today is because we know the power of this and we know the opposite of it as well. We know when things we're not being grateful or we, and thankful, we know what happens. Well, everything's low. Everything goes down, but thankfulness brings everything up. We hope that you enjoyed this today. We're so grateful to God that you you spent time with us today. We love you so very much. And honey, we're just thankful for them. You know, yeah. thankful people that want to hear what we have to say. Praise God. Uh, listen, I I'm, I'm thankful for you, honey. Thankful I'm thankful for, you for, as for well. my family. Yeah. And- and our, our church and Absolutely. our church family. And I am thankful that you stopped by and want to just join with us. I hope that, um, you know, that we can be an encouragement to you. I hope that, you know, uh, there's there's times where, you know what, we just need to hear it. I know that just putting this together and, you know, I needed to hear this too. And, and so together... I know that the seasons that we're coming up to right now with Thanksgiving and Christmas time coming, it can be a joy and it can be exciting. And it, we can, you can do it even if there's, you know, I know people are, you know, stressing with stuff on the shelves. And I know that, you know, are there going to be, you know, toys or food and all that kind of stuff? Why, why are we stressing over this? God, I just thank you for another season. I thank you for another year. I thank you that, you know, your hand is upon us. And that's what we're believing for you, the joy of the Lord. That's your strength. Get thankful. And in fact, before you get off here, what are you thankful for? List one thing in the comments. Like and share right now this uh, podcast. And as you're liking and sharing, write one thing that you're thankful for before you get off. You're going to feel so much better that you did that. (laughs) Amen. All right. Until next time, we'll see you. God bless you.